Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live from Dallas Trading Floor. It is Thursday, and uh, yeah, the market's pulled back a tad here, but uh, you know we're still we're still in a confirmed uptrend, which is uh, a good thing. A good thing. Uh, Tesla made an important buy point, which is uh, which is a great thing. It uh, moved above 502. It's pulled back a tad. I definitely. Uh, bought some positions today. I bought three full positions in one of my other portfolios, but uh, we're looking we're looking pretty good on that. Hopefully, you know, hopefully it'll hold up. I'm going to be pushing up my stop loss, so hopefully, I won't get uh, you know I, I won't get whacked here. You know, it's so tough when it when it you know when it's coming coming in there like that. But you know, you know, we do the best we can, and uh, you know, so it looks like uh, you know if it can hold the 502 level. I think we're going to see, you know, it uh, it be even stronger above that. So I mean, let's kind of get into the slides, you know, basically. Well, here I am, kind of the, my ugly mug. But uh, interestingly enough, the Dow is now up 3150 points since the October low. So definitely the Dow has been leading us up, which is uh, great. This is interesting. You know, this has been sort of some of the rotation uh, into some of the Dow stocks, but uh, it's a good thing. To see that, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited about that as well. Um, we do, we are in a confirmed uptrend, uh, which is good. Right now, the Dow is at uh, 11,905.97, which is up today, about 0.88 percent. And of course, the S&P 500, it's up as well, about a quarter of a percent, uh, and at uh, 35.76.55. The Dow Jones, the one that's been leading, that is up uh, almost 30,000. It's 29,444.21 when this was taken. So kind of gives you, uh, you know, we're still in a confirmed uptrend. That is a good thing. Um, in a confirmed uptrend, just uh, with that, if you can see, when I show that up arrow, that means it's, it's good to get into the market and possibly be going into a fully invested position. I know that I've been wading into the market, trying to find the right things, and, uh, and hopefully, you know, seeing seeing some of the opportunities that they present themselves. So I'm trying to present uh, to everybody opportunities that I'm seeing. You know, they may not be exactly what everybody else likes, but uh, I'm just trying to present it as as they speak. So let's look at the S&P 500 uh, ETF. This is the Spider, and again, it's the world's largest ETF. Now it uh, it was pulling back a little bit today, but we are currently it's currently moving up. 357.58 up about $1.30. Now why is this one so important? Well, this is where Tesla is going. It's going to go into this index and this is essentially the Fortune 500 companies and uh, it's a, it's the world's largest ETF. Uh, the key level on this one, I believe is uh, you know, is about that 330 level. Oops, we had an issue with my um, <laughs> with my with my little cell phone holder for TikTok. So hopefully we can get that. I can get that rolling there, right? Oh, goodness gracious! All right. Well, that's that's not good. That's not good. So maybe maybe that will work. <laughs> maybe maybe that'll work. I'll just set it up by the screen there. So hopefully you can see me now, kind of in my all my glory. Um, you know, I was having a little bit of difficulty. I have this little stand here, so. <laughs> kind of, kind of uh, not the greatest, not the greatest thing. But if 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 uh, if this is annoying you, you can jump in. You're on TikTok. You could jump on over to um, uh, to 
uh, to YouTube at youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. I'm just kind of rearranging the, the uh, I'm reading, re rearranging the stuff on the, on the, you know, the deck on the Titanic here. There we go. There we go. Now I think that's going to be a little bit, yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's a little bit better <laughs> than the way it was before. You know, I had one of these things that I bought at uh, five and below, so <laughs> you get what you pay for. Anyways, um, let's, look at the, let's look at the QQQ Trust. Uh, it's, it's up nicely today, too, at 292. You know, we're headed towards that 300 level, and again, that's good. Now, uh, many of the stocks that I like to trade are in the QQQ. That's the NASDAQ 100. That's the 100 largest stocks uh, in the NASDAQ. And, of course, uh, Tesla is in that one as well. Now, why is it important that uh, Tesla's in all of these different indexes? Well, what that means going forward is that there's going to be institutional pressure to buy it. So the fact that we have come up to the buy point at 502 and we may exceed it, that is a very bullish sign because I think that might form a floor for the, um, you know, for, form, a, form a floor uh, to buy from. So that's a good thing. Now, the real star of today, of course, <laughs> is the diamond. This is the uh, ETF that covers the um, the Dow Jones 30, and uh, it's it's up a little bit today five, at uh, 2.95. So looking pretty good on those indexes. And uh, I just wanted to show you the chart for Tesla and why it was so important. This is I did put out the action trade alert on this one, uh, and uh, you know we were very fortunate in that I think you know it might have might have worked pretty good. Uh, we pulled above that first buy point that. 46590 buy point that was yesterday and now we've pulled all the way to this top here this 502 now if it can hold this level this 502 level then it's probably going higher it's uh, from uh, it's when this slide was taken it was at uh, 50124 so not quite at the 502 uh, 90 uh, 50249 level but very very close and uh, hopefully if it's able to hold that I think that will be nice one of the nice things I want to point out here is that we have very strong action on the volume. That is good. There's volume spike. So definitely there's trying to be a lot of uh, people that are coming into this issue right now. Also relative strength of uh, 99, which is pretty good. And the relative strength line is moving up. So that's a very strong thing too. So um, let's take a look at my current holdings. And uh, these are the current holdings that uh, basically I have of today. I typically don't like to trade any more than about... Uh, eight positions at a time. It just gets too difficult. So I try to kind of go with the ones that are good and, you know, swap them out. Looks like everything I have currently is up today. Uh, Cloudflare, which is a symbol NET, that's up about $1.38 at sixty-five eighty-six. The Greystone, uh, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust at twenty oh seven. Form Factor, symbol FORM, ResMed, which is up a little bit, not as much. I may be, I may be uh, trimming on that one. RMD. Uh, Emphy, which is up, which is kind of a surprise for me today because I put in a very tight stop loss thinking that I would be sold out of this one. But it's looking good at uh, 169.52. Tupperware, of course, at 31.31. 35.31, excuse me, up about $1.43. I cannot figure out why. Tupperware is doing so good. I guess people really like to save their food, and I guess you know. I don't think it's the domestic sales that are that are that is uh, driving this, but something's driving it. Tupperware is up, and of course Tesla is up as well today. And when this was taken, it was at 588. So it seems to be kind of you know teetering right at that 
502 buy point. So hopefully we can power through that. If we if we can, then I think we're in a situation, you know, where it will settle there. I I you know I did kind of jump out in front of it a little bit, and um, so you know in that way I'm a I'm a bit you know I'm I'm a little bit. Uh, Maybe jumping the gun a little bit, but uh, I do. I, I'm pretty confident with the chart that uh, that it will be. You know, it'll be a good thing. So, um, without further ado, uh, thank you for thank you for tuning in, watching my things. Uh, let's let's look at uh, FUV. Thank you, Matthew, so much for writing in with that one uh, and off of uh, YouTube. FUV. Let's look at the chart on this one. Uh, this is uh, this is called Arkimoto, which I don't know what it does, but it develops three-wheeled vehicles that uh, that could shift that basically for the shift of sustainable transportation. This is kind of a me too company, but it's pulled up heavily, probably on sympathy with the Tesla. It's up five dollars today at ninety-nine relative strength. So let's look at this chart uh, here, and uh, I'm showing you. I want to show you. Take a look at the the um, the weekly chart. I think we have a spike. Yeah, we definitely did. We had a buy point on this one. Interestingly enough, the buy point was basically at uh, $8.89 on a first stage consolidation. And by the way, when I'm talking about these bases, they're typically several bases. Consolidation is one cup, cup without ha- a cup without handle, cup with handle, and such and so forth. When I'm talking about the stage, that's an important thing. The most power happens when a stock is in its first, second, or third stage base. By the time it gets to the fourth stage base, it typically has a, a, poten- a potential of failing about 75% of the time. So I'm primarily interested when I'm looking at a stock and when I'm looking at a stock to buy and a place to enter it, I'm looking at a first, second, or third stage base. Fourth stage base, a little bit more careful on. Now, getting back to what I'm saying here, let's look at the checklist to see if it's viable. And it looks like it is very viable, eight out of nine. So this area has just been producing some very, very strong candidates. You know, the world is moving towards electric vehicles, and a lot of companies are going to be able to benefit from it. Uh, and this one may be, uh, you know, maybe one of them. So we have a very strong checklist. I typically use this O'Neill checklist, and the reason I do is because I find it to be very, very accurate for the growth stocks. And, of course, that's what we're talking about here we're talking about growth stocks. Now, let's look at some other aspects of this as well. We've had just tremendous sales increases here. This is the sales here. We were up basically quarter over quarter, 998%. This probably is coming from a very, very small base. I do have one concern about this stock, though, and that is there is very limited fund activity in it, 9%. Now, that's good, and it's getting better, but it's still not really enough. I like to see about 15% funds in a particular stock. And the reason for that is it's when you're looking at what moves a stock, it's not individual retail investors like us. We're kind of like the little minnows. We have to find out where the whales are going because they're the ones that are going to really move a stock. So I do think that there are possibly some funds that activity that has moved into it. Uh, we've gone from 14 funds coming to 20 funds some covering it. It's still relatively small. Here's what I would do on this one. I know I know $7 is very attractive, but more than likely this is going to pull back, and it's probably going to pull back to the uh, consolidation and the buy point. So I would not be a buyer of it at this level, okay? But we do have a blue dot on that, and that means that, you know, this one is a watch list. Absolutely. Wait for this one to 
um, come through earnings. We, we have a very big volume spike here. So let's see how this trades tomorrow. If this starts to trade up, then we might be able to, to move into it. But be very careful on this one, uh, especially at the open tomorrow, because I do think that we may have a pullback. But thank you very much, uh, Matthew. This is an excellent one, uh, very interesting. I hadn't heard of this company before, but the chart looks good. It's a little bit thin, and it's a little bit new, but um, you know we might have something there. Uh, for um, you know, for potential uh, you know you know for for a potential uh, watch list on that. So great, Christian. Thank you. Um, please, <laughs> please let us know when we can jump into Corsair. Yeah, this has been this has been unbelievable. This Corsair gaming, and uh, you know, I'm just trying to figure out kind of what you know where you know where there's a place for it. But uh, um, I, I'm just trying to figure out where we can get into the um, this one. So let's look at the, the chart. Let me, I'm going to have a little bit of trouble. I'll pull up the chart here in just a second. I'm tr- I, what I'm trying to do here is to get the symbol. I you know, And I should know this off the top of my head, but I don't, and uh, so I apologize for that. So Corsair Gaming CS, CRSR. There we go. Great. Okay, so I'm going to get that in there. CRSR, CR. S R. All right. And that's Corsair Gaming. So let's pull up that chart to see. Christian, thank you for this one. Now, here's the thing about to these IPOs. This doesn't have a fully formed IPO base. This is why I typically like to wait about three months. Here's what I think is going to happen with this. It's gotten really off to the races and super it's it's moving it's moving it's moving moving higher very, very quickly. Um, let's look at the checklist. We have 50 funds that are on this. Obviously, the action on this stock is being driven primarily for, for, for funds coming in. So I like to see that. I also am liking to see the fact that we have every quarter we have these sales going up. And in growth stocks, sales are extremely important. They're almost more important than profits because, you know, especially in the Internet space, we're in a kind of a land grab situation. So having that increasing sales is extremely good. Now, question is, where can we buy this thing? This is going to be very hard to buy, and the reason is because it shot up so much. Now, we could possibly buy this at the 10-day line. Okay, this is not an optimal place. I just be, just be frank with you. This is not an optimal place to buy because we like to see a base, like a cup, a cup with handle, a consolidation, rather than a pullback to a uh, trend line. But in this case, because it's moving fast, so fast, so so far up, I think we have to look at the um, at, at at the trend line. Now, the less aggressive entry point is twenty seven eighty four, and that's on the twenty one day line uh, for Corsair. So that it's it's beyond that. It's thirty seven seventy nine. So here's what I would do with this one. Um, I think it will pull back a little bit. Possibly Friday, possibly Monday. I don't know. You just can't keep on in this in this angle upwards. It's just it's just going to pull back. Put an alert on this one, and I don't have an alert on it. But put an alert at twenty seven dollars. If it pulls back to twenty seven dollars, uh, set that alert. So you want to set an alert as it's going down. And I think that if you could if you could catch it at about that twenty seven level, I think it'll pull back to the twenty seven and it will reverse. But you know, that may be too low. So here's how I would buy this one, Christian. Thank you so much for the question. I would set an alert for 27. Get your order ready. 
And then if it pulls back to the 27 and then look at it, and then as it reverses, that's when you bought to buy it. That's buying it on the rebound. And uh, it takes a little bit of skill to get that, but I think that's <laughs> kind of be kind of be where you're going to have to buy this one. It's just moving up so fast. And uh, everything really looks good on this one, uh, at least in the short term. So, you know, and again, <laughs> as John Maynard Keynes once said, and I like to quote these because it sounds like I'm sounds like I know what I'm talking about. Um, in the long term, we're all dead. So I am a short term trend trader. <laughs> just just for just FYI. Thanks again. Thank you, Marcin, for looking in. I I so like it. Uh, your team. Uh, please tell your friends about Dallas Trading Floor and also our website, www.dallastradingfloor, where you can get on the action trade alerts. So really appreciate you looking in today. Um, all right. Do we see a flag pattern on SNAP? Well, let's look to see if we have a flag pattern on SNAP. S-N-A-P, of course, is the symbol. And that's used to be called Snapchat. Now it's, uh, now it's called Snap Inc., so I guess that they shortened it, kind of like, I mean, it used to be the Facebook, and, and it's now Facebook. So I guess that's what you do. Uh, so let's look to see kind of what's going on, if there's a place that we could buy it. So when we're evaluating a buy point, and we've decided kind of we want to buy it, first of all, we do a kind of a smell test. And I'll, I'll do a smell test on this one, uh, essentially. We've got a relative strength of 98. That is good. We have a relative strength line that's going up, but it's pulled back a little bit. So we have a little bit of weakness there. Um, so that's not necessarily bad. It just means it's pausing a little bit. Now, what can we see in terms of the fund ownership on the checklist? The checklist is excellent on Snap, eight out of nine. So I'm really liking that. The only thing it's failing is on the earnings per share rating. Uh, it's not quite as good as it is as, as, as it as it needs to be. Now, on a growth stock, this is not nearly as important because, of course, with a growth stock, we're looking for sales growth, not necessarily profitability. It's best that we have both, but uh, you, if on a growth stock you want sales growth over profitability, at least initially. We have very nice fund ownership moving up. Fidelity Contra Fund is in it. This is the good housekeeping seal of approval. Really like to see this. So some of the, pro, the pros like this stock, obviously. So where could we buy this thing? Well, it looks as if we do kind of have a flag pattern. And thank you for, for pointing this out, Marcin. Typically a flag... You have to go to the weekly chart. It, it doesn't count if you go to the daily chart. I'm going to go to the daily chart and show you, but it's hard to see that this is indeed the flag. In order to cut down on the noise there and see the flag pattern, and I do think we're very close to that, we go to that weekly chart, and then we have this what they call railroad tracks. So I think we possibly do <laughs> have a flag pattern. Now, what's so exciting about the flag pattern is that it typically is the most explosive of all of the chart patterns that you're going to see out there. So this is excellent. Now, <laughs> are we going to buy this thing? Well, let's figure, here's what we can't, we can't, I wouldn't buy it right now, but I would, I would potentially look at buying it if it breaks out above 42. I'm sorry, excuse me. If it breaks out above 4502. So what I think you want to do is set an alert, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go here, and I'm going to look to see, okay, I want to know when this is breaking out uh, above 4502. So I'm going to go over here. And by the way, I'm using MarketSmith here. And I'm just going to go ahead, and, and I'm going to set an alert. And I want, I want this if it crosses above, uh, you know, it, 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 crosses, it crosses above. So let's see if I can um, go to the active. Okay, I don't have anything here, but I'm going to set an alert for this one. 
and uh, the price I'm interested at is a 4502. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put that one on there for Snap. Um, that's where I think that you you don't want to buy it now. Let's see if it pushes above that 4502. If it does with volume, then I think you might have <laughs> a buy point for this one. So I really like this one. Uh, Snap, of course, uh, symbol S N A P. It used to be called Snapchat, but it's now called Snap. It's in a very good space. Uh, so that is how I would play that one. Uh, and I do think you could buy it based on, you know, the fundamentals that I have uh, on that. So it's interesting. Thank you for identifying that flag pattern. That's very cool. Um, all right. So let's see if I need. I get back to, thank you for waiting, everybody, on TikTok. Let's see if I can get a question uh, and answer it. And I'm just going back here a little bit. Thank you for joining uh, this conversation. Uh, what do you think about Workhorse? Well, let's look at Workhorse. That's WKHS. WKHS. And this is uh, called Workhorse Group. It looks as if it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's ready to take off. Let's look at the, let's look at the weekly chart first. We had a buy point on it on a first stage consolidation at 2290. It did move past it, but the, unfortunately, that consolidation, that buy point failed and it pulled back, and it has since been been moving up. Now we might get a second chance on this if it moves above the buy point. The buy point being 30, 2290. Currently, it's 2275, so it's just right below that. It's got a relative strength of 99, and the arrow is pointing up, so that is good. Uh, we do have increasing volume coming in as well. We have increasing fund ownership. That's good. And the checklist is five out of nines. So this is where Workhorse falls down. In this kind of market, I just think that there are better options than Workhorse. Not that this one is a bad one. This is a good stock. But I would watch this, this one. I would not buy this one right away. You see, there's kind of a two-stage process. You put it on the 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 uh, the the watch list, and then right when it's getting ready, you put it on the ready list, ready to buy with sized order and everything like that. So I would put this on the watch list. This is not good enough to buy yet. I want to see this little bit move with a little bit more strength. I want to see it move past the buy point of 2290 uh, uh, and then above that. If it does move above that, then I think we might have the ability to buy this. But right now, this is a watch list and not a buy. So thank you very, very much for that. Um, thank you very much. Okay, we have a question for Tesla. Let's look at Tesla. And of course, as everybody knows, I am a Tesla bull, and I bought lots of Tesla today. Uh, was that a mistake? Well, we may see if it's a mistake or not. Um, but as you can see, Tesla, and I'll just show you the chart here, Tesla has pulled above that very, very key level, 502.49. So, that's on the weekly chart, as you can see. It's, it's just exceeded that on, uh, hopefully, on very good volume. There's a volume spike here. I do kind of want to see this move a little bit higher. That would be even better and confirm it. But let's look at the daily and see. And as, I, as I've talked about on the show in the last few days, you know, there was this breakout. Uh, and the key breakout was the four, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the four, um, 6590 level, which is right here, the 46590 level right here. When it broke past that, I knew it was going to go higher. Now, the question is, can it hold on? Right now, uh, according to my chart, the um, Tesla is in a buy zone. Now, can it pull back? Absolutely, it can. 
and I'm setting a relatively tight stop loss because I'm below right now. It depends on how it closes, and that's going to be how I'm going to set my stop loss. What I'm going to do is tonight, wherever it closes, I'm going to set my stop loss at 2.5% below that number. So if it does pull back, I'm protected. So that's uh, that. we're still in a buy zone for... Um, which still advise on for Tesla. Now, here's the rule. If the stock moves above, it closes above the buy point, closes, then you can safely buy it at, with, with, a, with a regular 7% stop loss, 7% down losses. If it closes below the buy point, if it closes below the buy point and there's resistance there, then if you do buy it at that level, because sometimes you have to do that because it's going to move fast in the morning, potentially, then you want to set a uh, much tighter stop loss at about 2.5% below where you bought it. So that's kind of the thing. But if we can if we can move above this buy point, this 502 buy point, at the end of the day and hold it for a day or two, then I think we have a new base potentially uh, for Tesla and you know potentially going higher into the end of the year. And, and a lot of things, uh, anecdotally, there's a lot of things that would, would also indicate this as well because, of course, it went into the S&P 500, and that is going to create some serious buying pressure for the, for the issue um, you know, as, as the funds have to, if they have exposure, they're going to have to buy this, uh, this stock. So that's a good thing for that. Let's take a look at the next question from TikTok. Uh, hi, sir. Uh, where can we find out if any funds is buying a stock? Wow, that is a good question. Well, you know, I have special software that allows me to see this, but there, I don't know of a of a of a public domain um, public do, domain uh, site that lets you. I'm going to have to get back to you on that. What I do, the reason I know funds are moving into here is I have software that basically lists all, the top 15 funds that are in any particular stock. Or if not at all, if they're if they're none of the named funds, so I can, I know the funds that are moving into the stock based on my charting. Um, so there is a site that can do that. It's uh, but it, you it is a pay site unfortunately, and it's at Investor Business Daily Investors.com. Excellent software by the way, if you're interested in. It. And again, I don't get a commission for it. I wish I did. I wish I wish I did. That would be so great. But that's a great way to know. And, and the reason that funds are so important is because that's really kind of what moves the stock. You have funds that are moving into it. They're going to push it up. Basically, what they're doing is they're waiting for everybody to be shaken out. What's happened in Tesla is this consolidation period from about the end of um, early September, end of August, it, you know, Tesla has been moving kind of in a, you know, kind of in an up-down, consult, you know, kind of a, a random pattern and on downward trend. This is where the small holders have been shaken out. I know because I've been shaken out twice. Okay, this is what the big funds do. They shake out the small guys and then as they're gone, as they go away, then they come in hard. And that's exactly what's happened. They, many of the funds have decided on Tesla, I believe, that they have shaken out enough of the small holders enough of the weak hands, what they're called weak hands, that's what I am, and they're now going in and they're buying it. So a lot of people just don't want to sell at the low prices anymore with Tesla, and that's what pushes it up. So if we can hold above this 502 level, then I think, you know, 
obviously. <laughs> we'll do, we will do better on it. Hopefully, hopefully that's not just talk. Uh, but I do think it is. Let's look at CIIG to see if we can give any, any insight on that. CIIG. And this, if I got it right, <laughs> okay, I didn't, I didn't necessarily, did, no, I, you know, it helps when you put in the right symbol. So C-I-I-G, well, I, can't, I don't seem to be coming up with it. So sorry about that. I'll have to find out more about that and get back to you on that one. Uh, can we take a look at Teladoc, TDoc? And again, uh, if everybody's been watching me, I did have a position in Teladoc. I sold it right into earnings. And, and of course, unfortunately, after that, it went down. That's so often the case. Uh, is that you, you know, with with a stock, especially a stock that is moving fast, is that you don't want to hold it into earnings typically because that's usually when it will it will reverse on you. So just kind of FYI kind of thing. Let's look at the, the chart for Teladoc. Here's the thing. I'm going to look at the weekly chart first. We always start with the weekly chart when we're looking. Now, I want to show you why I would not be interested in the stock currently. First of all, we have a downward trend on it, as you can see. I'm drawing, I'm drawing my little, I'm drawing my, I'm, I'm drawing my little uh, arrow there. So we have a downward trend in this little part of the, of the cup. And you say, well, Jim, that's the cup and handle, right? That's the handle, right? Right? Well, yes, but remember, uh, we don't want to buy, as the handle is going down on a cup with handle, we want to buy it as it reverses and then it reverses with power. Now, here's the problem with Teladoc. This is on the weekly chart, by the way. It has fallen below the 200-day line. This is a rule of thumb, and you know that that I've used. And this is a William O'Neill rule, and he did. You know, he's analyzed many, many, many more stocks than I've ever analyzed in my life. And basically, he says, and I think this is really important: don't buy anything below the 200-day moving average. Well, guess what? This is below the 200-day moving average. So until this thing reverses and goes higher. Possibly, I'm not interested. It's also got a relative strength. It's got a good relative strength of 87, and this little arrow here, it's kind of starting to move up. So that's not necessarily bad. The thing is, it's below the 200-day line. We really don't need to do anything more. It just doesn't make the smell test. So I can't be excited about Teladoc at this level because it's going in the wrong way. So don't buy Teladoc, and uh, you know I don't even think it's worth putting on a watch list. Here's the first thing that I do with watches. I'm always looking to see what the general direction is. If the general direction is up, I'm going to possibly, that's the first level of test that I'm going to do. I don't want very many stocks on my watch list. I want few stocks on my watch list. Why? Because I only want to look at maybe you know, 50 or 60 stocks maximum at any one time. By the way, I do that for you, and if you're interested... Uh, and you'd like to see this watch list, you can go to www.dallastradingfloor and, and take a look. I have this in my, um, what, I, what I call my small uh, portfolio, and then there's a tab on this watch list, and I want to kind of give you an idea of what I'm talking about here. I have, I have stocks that, that are on the watch list. By the way, I highlight the ones that I'm currently, I currently have a position in. As you can see, there's very much more Stocks that are on the watch list that are actually than than I actually own. So I'm always looking for you know what I consider good entry points into these stocks. Well, here's the thing: I'm looking to eliminate as many stocks as I can. 
Why? Because I want to keep a very few positions of the very best stocks. And then when the stocks get stale, I want to sell them and move them out and move them into something else better. So um, long story short, uh, would you take a look at Teladoc? Well, I have, and I have to say, I don't think you want Teladoc at this time. Uh, look back in maybe six months or three months, but there's other better places to hunt right now in the market. So uh, let me see if I can find a good uh, question here from TikTok. Thank you so much. Oh, I shared the live video. Thank you very, very much, by the way. And, uh, you know, right now, looking on TikTok, obviously, I'm, I, I've got a background, green background, all that stuff. Well, if you want to see all the charts and everything, they're available. All you have to do is go to youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. And this is episode number 178. So just thought I would bring that out there. So thank you so much for taking a look at the live. And I do appreciate that. Uh, do you think there will be a market crash like in March? <laughs> Good question. You know, I probably would be a lot richer if I knew the answer to that question. But we can kind of kind of get an idea of kind of what, um, you know, what, what that's looking at. So what I do is I like to look at a proxy for that, and I typically look at the spider. So let's look at the spider in the live chart. Okay, I'm, I'm uh, pulling up the spider now, so you can take a look at it. Now, what do I think is going to happen? I'm looking at the weekly chart here, but let's go to the monthly kind of just get a really, you know, 10,000-foot view. Okay, right now, as far as I can tell, we have, we have a general trend that started, believe it or not, <laughs> way back here. And we did we we did have this this we did have this temporary sell off in March as you can see, and then but we but our trend currently is up. So what am I looking for? Well, I'm looking for a break in trend on this ascent. So let's look at the date. Let's look at the the, the weekly chart to see is there is is there a break in trend? Well, there was. Basically, two weeks ago, there was, a, there was a move to the downside, but that corrected to the upside. So what do I think is going to happen? At least in the short term, at least in the next few weeks, I don't anticipate that the market will move down. I think it possibly may move sideways, but it's definitely in a confirmed uptrend. So that is kind of what I'm looking at. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hey, go Tigers. Hey, Jim. Thank you for all your valuable guidelines that you share. Hey, that's so nice. Uh, waiting for the AVLR pullback. But it keeps going up. This is the problem sometimes you have with these great stocks. You know, I say buying the pullback. It's not as easy to do as I would like it to be. But it's definitely the way to do it, if you can do it. So let's look at AVLR. Let's see if there's a way that we can look at this stock and, you know, find a pullback. Now, I'm going to show you the, um, the weekly chart, and it's pretty excellent, by the way, I have to tell you. Uh, we have a 93 on the relative strength, and this little blue line here, this is the relative strength line, it's pointing up, so that's a good thing. There is a bit of concern, and this is in the volume that we're seeing on, on this particular stock. We have a de declining volume. That is not what we want to see. We want to see increasing volume. Why do we want to see increasing volume? Because that means... When we have increasing volume, typically that means the funds are moving in. And remember, we're like the little minnow. We're following along, uh, you know, that, that big whale, and that whale is showing us where we need to go. So right now we have declining uh, funds, but it's still really, really good. So 
where could, where is there an entry point? Where is there a way to buy this thing? Well, it looks as if we just pulled up. You see, here's what's happening with Avalara. Uh, it's just it's just hugging this this what they, this little pink line here is called the 10-day moving average. It's just hugging it, just 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 very tightly. So, can we buy at this level? You know, this is the most frustrating thing when you have to do it like this. But um, you know. I do think that we need to to wait, unfortunately, on this one, and and there's a volume spike, so it may be difficult. I want to see a pullback to my favorite pullback is going to be to this red line. This is called the uh, for, this is the 40-day moving average. That's my favorite place to buy it. Now, because I'm a little bit more aggressive than a lot of the traders, I look to buy on this green line. That's the 21-day exponential average, and you can see it's just been bouncing off this line and just moving right up. So I want to see it. I, I, I think we have to set an alert here, possibly for a pullback to 143. And that's uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over here and I'm going to set an alert uh, on, the active, on, the, on the active alerts to, and this is going to be, um, you know, uh, this, is, this, is a price, this, is a, this is a price alert. What do I want to do? Well, I, I'm going to set that for for um for 143 now i want to see it when it pulls back to that i don't want to see it priced at or above i want to edit that so i want to see it uh let's see if i can change that i i want i want i want to i want to see if i can change that to i want it um to already triggered so i already i what i want is it it above uh, uh, pulling back to that 143 so <laughs> Once I figure out how to do that, I'll show you how to do that. I actually use a different program to set my, to send me my alerts. But um, basically, what you want to do is wait for a pullback to about the 143 level on Avalara. This is a great stock. Uh, let's let's also just show the smell test here a little bit. Eight out of nine. That's excellent. We've got very nice fun, increasing fund ownership, and everybody and their brother is in this. So boy, this fund's like this one. Avalara. This is a good company. Cloud-based software, great area. Everything's good about it. The only problem is, how do you buy it? P buy it. Wait. You gotta wait to that pullback to the 40-day, ideally to the 40-day line. Uh, but if you had to get aggressive to the 21-day, I think you want to wait to pull it back to the 40-day line because that is still in the buy zone. So <laughs> I gave you a lot of advice saying wait, but uh, I'm afraid you gotta wait on this one. But go Tigers and thanks, man. Thanks for the. Thanks for the the the, um, uh, the wreck, and it's a good Avalara's a good stock. So just wait for that pullback. It's not easy. This is this is the this is more of the art of buying stock rather than the science. The science is looking at the charts, seeing what the direction is. The art is how do we buy it off that? How do we buy it off those those uh, those those index lines? That is an art, and I can't um, I can't pretend to be as good as some people out there that I've seen. Uh, but I'm getting better, and I hope that you are too on that. TSM, this is a great stock. Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturer, just a little sidebar here. Um, in, the, in the early 2000s, I was in Silicon Valley, and I worked for a firm that you might have heard of called um, Price Waterhouse. And one of my jobs was to go around to some of the clients and uh, help them get tax credits and look at their engineering and that kind of stuff. So I do have sort of a background on that. And uh, one of our clients was Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing. And the interesting thing about this country, th this is a company that is a foundry. Essentially, they don't create any of the designs they make for other people. And this is a very exciting company because NVIDIA, um, uh, uh, 
advanced micro everybody makes uses TSMC as a foundry. So one of the great things about TSM is if the market for chips, which I do believe is going up, TSM usually is a good bet. Now let's look at this. This is a very, very good company. And uh, um, and the question is, where can we buy it? Well, it's pulled back a little bit. It just it, it, it just rocketed up. I had this in the small portfolio. I did sell it a little bit too early. This is the problem that I have. Sometimes I look at the chart and I get just too impatient. If it doesn't perform, I just, you know, I get rid of it and I, and I move to something else. But this just, and then, of course, after that, of course, it goes up because that's how it is. But uh, let's look at the weekly chart. Uh, you know, we just have this beautiful movement from the the flat base, a uh, third state's flat base at 84. So um, here's the thing about the run on TSM. It is getting a little bit long in the tooth. We're still in the third stage, stage base, so that's very good. If we went to a fourth stage base, I would be a little bit more concerned. But I definitely think, you know, we can possibly uh, see an entry point here. Where would I enter the where would I enter the trade on this? I would look to see if we could possibly get a pullback to the uh, 21 day, which is basically at uh, 90.62. But right now, it's just you, you this this. This is a little bit too extended. I don't think you can buy it right now, but this is great. You want this You want this stock on your watch list. I, it's, I think it's on my watch list as well. I have to check. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, what we've got Fidelity Contra Fund in there. We've got increasing fund ownership. That's excellent. This has got a 100% checklist. That's very, very rare. So TSM, I really like it. The question is, when can we get into this? The only place I think we have a prayer at getting this thing is the pullback to possibly the 21-day exponential, and that currently is trading at about 91. Currently, the it's a 96.47. Uh, so we have to see a week, a day, a weekday, and then a reversal after that. So not the easiest thing to buy, not really buyable at this level, but soon. So this is a classic watch list stock. Um, go Tigers. Nicola is changing its direction. You know, I think you need to be careful with Nicola. I I have not I I have not done anything with this stock. The biggest problem that Nicola has is that Nicola was essentially a uh, what they call a blank check company that merged with it, and that's how they got IPO'd so quickly uh, in national public offering. But the trend on this thing is dreadful. You don't want this stock, please. I don't think it, even if it changes direction, this is this is you know this is just not good enough. You don't want this stock. Let's go to the weekly to take a look. And, uh, you know, there it is. I mean, it just the chart does not lie. That is your chart. So, yes, it is moving above that 200-day line. That's this black line here. But you know what? I won't even buy anything under the 200-day. It's got to be way higher than that. I won't even look at this thing until it gets to 100. This stock may never get back to 100, ever. So this is just not a viable stock. I mean, yes, it says 91 on the relative strength. But remember, that's for the entire year. So... This just is not a good stock, I mean, in terms of buying it. So I, I, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer here. I guess I am being a Debbie Downer. That is the trend of the stock, and it still hasn't changed trend. Now, how do I know when something has changed trend? Well, it's got to move above, significantly above this this line. So where does it have to go to change trend? I, you know, it, it's not going to change trend until at least it's at 40. It's at 26 right now. I just don't think you want to go with this one. I, I just I just don't. I wouldn't, and I don't think you want to either. Uh, but, you know, again, 
I've been wrong many times, but I don't think I'm wrong on Nicola. I don't think it's going anywhere. Well, I do think it's going somewhere, and unfortunately, that's down. So, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that. Hey, Kyle. Uh, thoughts on Graco? G G G. Hey, and uh, let's see if we let's see if we could find some gold here. G G G. And that's what this is all about. It's all about looking through and looking to make some gold because you know the great thing about the stock market. I just kind of want to maybe I'm maybe I'm proselytizing here too much, but you know what? There's always a stock that you can make money on the stock market. You just got to find it, and so there are processes that we can go through to find the right stock at the right time and the right buy point. So very, very exciting. Um, let's look at GGG. Uh, Greg, uh, this manufactures equipment to pump, mix, and dispense fluid and powder materials. So this is kind of an industrial play. And obviously, this is going to do better when, um, uh, you know, Graco, I don't know if you're, if you're familiar, there are several companies that make gasoline pumps. Wayne is another one that does. Uh, but Graco is very big in this, this industry. Here's the issue with this industry. This is a very profitable industry. But until the, there's a reopening of the economy, I don't know if it's least short term that we're going to pick up. Let's look at the sales growth. Well, it looks as if we have, you know, we, we've had, we had a good number. We just came through earnings, so that's nice. Uh, as you can see where the COVID was happening, we have a, we have we have a negative sales. We're well, not negative sales, but declining sales here. So uh, the COVID thing really impacted it. Now this is for this very reason. I wouldn't probably buy this until there was confirmation that the economy was going to reopen. It does have a relative strength of eighty-five. Now remember, eighty is my minimum on that relative strength to buy. The checklist is excellent, eight out of nine. And let's look at the funds. Well, the funds are decreasing here. So that's kind of the black mark on it. Remember, what I'm trying to do here is find the best of the best. And, and by finding the best of the best, that's how we can sometimes really find a, um, we, can, we can really find a diamond in the rough. So that's the thing that I'm always looking at um, in, terms of, uh, in terms of stock picking. Um, so with Graco, you know what? I'd have to take a. Um, I, 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 there's really not a decent place to buy this one. I probably wouldn't even watch this, but it does have a very nice trend on the daily chart. Now that's probably what you've been looking at. It does. It does have a. It does have a nice trend on the daily chart. I just don't see any place to buy this. Well, the last place to buy this was at a consolidation uh, cup, uh, uh, basically a cup formation, and that was back in the uh, June time frame at um you know basically at uh at, at the 5388 level it's 6848 i don't really see a place to buy this one um you might would watch this this one but i do see some other issues here that might be of concern and that is that we have a downward trend on the volume and whenever we see that downward trend on the volume that means that the funds whatever they're doing are not buying as much as they did and obviously they're backing off a little bit so i'd have to you know, I might put this one on the watch list, but uh, I think that probably would pass on this one, at least for right now. Hey, Harris, thank you so much. Uh, RVP, this is one of my favorites. This is uh, this is a retractable. <laughs> this is a Dallas company. Actually, they're in Little Elm, which is a suburb. RVP, uh, and I do like this. This is kind of a you know a cheap stock and. <laughs> it's just it's sort of the gift that keeps on giving. Now, I typically won't hold this one through earnings just because of the volatility. 
uh, and I like to protect myself. But they had excellent earnings, by the way. Their earnings were up tremendously. They're up almost a thousand percent year after year. So this is kind of exciting. One dollar and eighty-five cents up, or sixteen percent. This is an eleven-dollar stock, folks. And now, typically, uh, we are taught not to buy a stock below fifteen dollars. Well, I don't totally follow that news. I look for stocks basically that show tremendous promise, and I do believe that's the case with RVP. The question is, you know, below fifteen dollars, we've got to be a little bit more careful about it, and we've got to jump out of it the minute it reverses. But I do think that there's just so many things to like about this stock. For instance, we have increasing uh, volume on we have we have we have an we have increasing volume here that is very very bullish. We have a excellent uh, earnings per share that is excellent. We have a relative strength that's super duper ninety nine. That's the best as it gets. We have a relative strength line that is pointed up. <laughs> that's pro- cocked and ready to go. We have increasing fund ownership now. The funds aren't terrifically huge. I mean, we, but we we're up thirty percent. Uh, month over month in terms of the number of funds. Now, it's true, it's only 104 funds that are currently in this, but that's a lot considering in June there were only 71. So funds are starting to discover this one. Let's look at the checklist. The checklist is excellent. Eight out of nine. Of course, six out of nine is my minimum, but you know when it gets to eight out of nine, I'm liking it because that's a very, very good thing. Let's look at the ownership. Uh, let's look at the industry sector. And the, this is this is potentially a bit of a problem, but not really. We want to always see, uh, we want to be buying in the sectors that typically have most of the growth. So um, typically that's going to be from about sector, there's 197 different sectors. So we can safely pretty much, um, we, 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 can, we can safely, uh, uh, we can safely, go from about one to about, you know, 80 or 90 in terms of the funds. Now, does that make that smell test? Well, not quite. It's just below that at 104. This is a little bit of an issue, but not, it's not, it's, it's, it's not a deal killer. This is medical supplies. That's the area that, the, that they're in. So how do I see investing in the stock? Well, I think that this, that this very well might be, there is essentially a short-term buy level, not really a buy point, but a buy level, and that would be right at this this level here, at the 1365 level. If this can achieve 1365, then I believe you might want to consider it. Now, can you buy below that? Absolutely. But remember, if you're buying below that, it's a little bit more speculative. So you want to set your stop loss a little bit tighter. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to put an alert on this one, and I'm just kind of learning how to use this. So please bear with me. <laughs> on these alerts. I'm going to set that alert, and I'm going to set that alert on on, on uh, RVP, and I'm going to set it at 1365, and that is if it moves beyond that 1365, then I'm very interested in it because it will have moved to a new higher high. And remember, when we're buying growth stocks, and as a matter of fact, any stocks for that matter, we don't want to buy cheap stocks. We want to buy stocks that are moving to their higher highs. Typically, the best stocks to buy are within 15% of their all-time high. And that, the all-time high for RVP, currently, it, the all-time high for RVP is 1365 It's currently selling for 1187 So it definitely meets that criteria. So that's very, very good. Let's look at insider trading on it. 
I'm looking at, you know what, and this is really, really interesting. I have a kind of an interesting chart, and I have an interesting um, chart. I, I know when the insiders are buying this. Now, normally, you... You, normally, you look at the stock and you think, and everybody's touting it on CNBC and say, oh, yeah, this is the greatest stock in the world. And then you go to my charts and you look at them and you see, well, guess what? They're not, they're selling it. Well, in this case with RVP, according to this little plus sign, I don't know if you could see this here, but there's a little plus sign down here. And what that means is the insiders are buying their stock. So this one is definitely headed, I think, north. I mean, I think that we can look at that. There's been consistent buying by insiders of their own stock. Now, when we see a negative here, little little negative in a circle, that means that there's 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 insider selling. Now, insider selling isn't necessarily as dire as you think, because many people sell their officers in the company sell stock from time to time, you know, to pay for tuition, house improvements, whatever. But the, what you really want to look for in a stock is you want to see buying ins- periodic and regular insider buying, and that's definitely what you have here in RVP. So, anyways, I've talked up the stock a lot. I hope I'm right, but I would be interested in buying the stock. You know, getting your getting your 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 thing ready. I'll probably put it back on the on the watch list, especially if it crosses above this 1365. If it does, I think it's game on for RVP. So, thank you. <laughs> Okay, Tesla reversed after moving uh, above the buy point. Absolutely, Ollie, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, this is not an exact science. Uh, basically, what happened is that 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 uh, uh, that it did see a little bit of resistance there. So let's let's pull up the Tesla chart to see where we're at. We're just almost, re- you know, we're right on the cusp, or right below the buy point at right now at four ninety nine twenty seven. But we're still up twelve dollars and sixty three cents. Now, if this thing doesn't reverse lower, what I recommend tonight is watching where this thing closes and setting your stop losses up. I'm going to set my stop losses up with a two and a half percent of where it made this, the, made, where it makes the close today, because it may pull back. And if it does, well, I want to I want to capture that money, let it pull down, and then make another attempt at the buy point at 502. And if it does move beyond that and it sticks, then of course it's going higher. But the, if you if you've been buying it, I've, this is why you want a pyramid into your in, in, into your buys. I've been talking about uh, Tesla, really trying to you know raise the raise my hand as much as I can for the last few days. My first buy was at 450. Then I came in right at um, you know right at about four um, 455, and right when it's below that first micro buy point at four. 6590. Then when it moves beyond that, then I I bought I bought even more uh, as it was coming up to uh, the 502 level. I think my last buy was about 501. So what I will do tonight is I will set a stop loss very high on that. So if it does pull back through that, I'll just sell out my my my. Uh, it'll just sell out my position, and then I will take that profit, and then I'll wait for it to reverse, and then I'll start building my position once again. So. Uh, you're right. It did. It did reverse a little bit. Let's look at the, just kind of look at the, um, at the five-minute chart. Uh, I mean, at the ten-minute chart here, to see kind of how it traded into the end. It, you know how it's how it's trading. It's, you know, it it's pulling up. So it seems to be getting resistance right at about the 502, as you can see. I mean, it's, it's really right. It's 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 right about at the 502. That's 502. So what's happening is it pulled initially above it and then it pulled back. And it's 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 made a little bit of a 
um, um, a stand there and it's pulled back. But here's one thing I want to show you that I think is very bullish, and that is that we have a a, um, a, 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 a spike in the volume towards the end of the day. I think we're just right about the end of the day as you're seeing this. So I, I'm fairly confident that we're going to see another attempt on the um, another attempt on the line tomorrow. But I'm going to be setting my stop losses up very, very tight. Uh, my stop losses probably will be set right about at this level, about the the um, 492, 493 level is where I'm going to set them in case we pull back below that tomorrow. So uh, that's uh, I thank you very much for that, Ollie. Pretty appreciate it. Wendy. Uh, hi, Jim. CRWG. Let's look at CRWG. CRWG. All right. This is Grow Generation. And, of course, this is a Canadian company. And uh, they're in the marijuana industry. And uh, not not directly in the marijuana industry. These are the ones basically that uh, do the hydroponics for that. So kind of kind of a cool business. This one's been showing really nice. Uh, this is a nice chart pattern, as you can see. I mean, it, it's it's moving. Um, you know, it's moved very. It's moved up very nicely. There you go. There's the trend line. So we have a nice word, a nice ascending trend line. That's that's very bullish. So that's good. We have a 98 relative strength, which is good. Uh, but it's relatively new issue, as you can see. This is why this 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 black line here, which is the 200-day moving average, we can see kind of why that's kind of short. And the reason is is because it just from from basically the start here to here this is basically the first 200 days obviously you don't have the 200 day line and then after you get to that point you have that line so that is where so we have a very this is a relatively new issue and then we start this is so it's about 200 days into it so it's about this has been in existence for about 300 days this company so it's very very new company now, what would I do? It's up $3.94 here. I think you have to be careful with a company like that. I don't think it's seasoned enough, but it does have a 100% checklist, so I do like that. What's the fund ownership? It's moving up, so that is very bullish. Let's look at the sales. The sales are increasing, and look at that. Wow, the sales have been really tremendous. This is obviously being rewarded by the funds because, remember, in growth stocks, what we're looking for in growth stocks is we're looking for that increase in sales. Not necessarily in profitability, uh, but interestingly enough, this has been profitable as well. So it's got, not only is it a new company and profitable, and it's got growing sales. So this, so everything is sort of in place on this one. Where would I, where would I buy this thing? Well, let's see if we can go to the daily chart. Let's see if we can find any place that this is viable. Uh, really, there is a cup and handle formation, uh, and there is a buy point on this one. The buy point is basically at 2133. Now, we're far extended from that. I just wouldn't buy this one at this level. I think it's a little bit too high. Let's see if it pulls back a little bit to possibly the 21-day exponential and bounces off of that. Right now, it would not be a good buy at this time because it is too far extended from the proper buy point, which is on a couple of handle formation, which is a very, very this is the best of the formations at 2133. So would I buy this one now? No, but I would possibly watch list this one. Grow generation uh, symbol is GRWG. So thank you very much, Wendy. And I hope that you are staying warm up there in Calgary, which is a very beautiful city, by the way. Um, and uh, that's that. Okay, so uh, let's look at party. Thought on party. P-R-T-Y. It's moving up. Let's see. 
And you know that song that uh, Jefferson's moving on up to the west side? Let's see, uh, the east side, to the deluxe apartment. Let's see if this is a deluxe apartment or not. P-R-T-Y. So it's a party time. Um, wow, okay. Well, let's look at the weekly chart. Party City. You know, in Party City, I don't know if in my in my neighborhood they have a Party City every, you know, it's about this time of year. They, you know, they come in and they set up Party City around um, around uh, Halloween a little bit before, and they kind of rent those places, and then you can come in and get your party stuff. Um, it is moving up absolutely. It's got a ninety nine relative strength. It's three dollars and eighty cents. A little bit cheap for me. I don't like to buy stocks typically below fifteen dollars, just because they're too volatile and they're harder to think. There's a there's a there's a lot of red flags on this one. Um, I know that uh, you know I know that this is not. They do have improving sales. Okay, you know let me let me let me show that. But looks like the sales quarter over quarter have not gone positive. They've been essentially since September quarter of 2019. They've had decreasing sales. Don't like to see that. So we're not. This is not a growing business. This is a shrinking business. Unfortunately. Now the cash flow is good, though. I have to admit, this the, the cash flow is 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 super good on this. Um, you know, for this for this kind of stock, that's looking good. We do have essentially stable fund ownership. We did we were losing uh, funds, but we now have stable. They seem to be stable at about 110 funds that are currently in this stock. Let's see if there's a place that we could absolutely buy it. Okay, we go to the checklist, and unfortunately. This is not a checklist that you want to buy. Five out of nine just isn't good enough. I think you have to eliminate this one. Uh, I need to say six out of nine minimum on this one. Let's look at the fund ownership again. We do have increasing fund ownership, but only by one. So I am not I, I'm not that bullish on the stock, to be honest with you. Uh, it does have an upward trend. It has broken trend and moving upwards. So that is good. You know what? I just can't recommend this one, uh, Patik. I thank you so much for it, but, uh, you know, Let's find something that is a little bit more bullish than this. Uh, yes, it is moving up, but it is not even a watch list. It's five out of nine, and unfortunately, it's just too cheap a stock. So I would pass on this one. Uh, basically, I would pass on this one. Okay, um, <laughs> Doug Fresh Doug. I sold a Tesla 800 strike covered call for September 2021. <laughs> um, do you think uh, it will get to 800? Uh, and end up getting assigned. I think you are very safe on this one, Doug. I think you are. Well, uh, no, wait a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I thought it was. I thought it was September 2020. It's like you have no problems there because it's already passed. No, I'm wrong. Will it get to 800? Do you think that? Well, the great thing about selling a, a, a far dated call like this is very good way to make money because. If it's going against you, you can always buy it back, and you won't get, you may not necessarily get shellacked. But let's look at let's let's kind of look at the long term trend, and this is this is kind of a you know a, a fun exercise because this is how we're going to look kind of into the future, see what happens potentially in the future. So let's look at not the month, we, uh, weekly chart. Let's look at that monthly chart. Well, is it going to go that high? Is it going to is it going to have that kind of an angle? Of a cent, I seriously doubt it. But it looks as if this seems to be the trend. Now, where does that tell us it's going? Well, at the end of, um, it looks as if, based on the trend line that I've got, and this is a very rough estimate here, Doug, very, very rough estimate. I want to kind of 
pull this up to you on, on the screen. This is a very, very rough stuff. But this is the monthly chart, by the way, not the weekly chart. And, not, uh, and, and so this is the trend. Currently, currently, we're right about this 502 level, 500. Now, where is it going to go by September of 2001? Based on this trend line, I'm looking at 700 or possibly 750. I don't think, <coughs> excuse me, that you're going to get to 800. So I think you're pretty safe on this one, Doug. I think that's excellent that you've that you've made that that kind of a trade. Well, I have completely wasted another hour of your time, but thank you so much for coming by. And by the way, if you want to get the action trade alerts, I I put them out on a regular basis and. Uh, uh, I'll just show you a, show, uh, a screenshot of my website. It's DallasTradingFloor.com. And uh, th- then basically to get the action trade alerts, if I get it right, DallasTradingFloor.com. Does that not work? Well, I guess, I, I, guess it's not, I guess I'm not getting it. But anyways, just go to the website, www.DallasTradingFloor, and sign up for the... Um, and, and sign up for the action trailers. It's totally free, by the way. And uh, there's the there's the address that I wanted to put on the screen, www.dallastradingfloor.com. And for everybody, thank you so very much for tuning in. Now, I will be broadcasting tomorrow from 2.30 until 3. If you want to send a question before the show, super easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor, and then there's an Ask a Question button. Push that. Just put that in, and you're ready to go. I'm also on a podcast. Uh, Apple, uh, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So that is a new thing that's coming out as well. So until tomorrow, uh, happy trading. <laughs>